Welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm your host, Renee Marcoux, an award-winning female entrepreneur, life success and empowerment coach, and professional singer. And in this podcast, we share ways to empower you to live with more inner peace and happiness. Hello and welcome everybody to Namaste with Renee. I'm your host, Renee Marcoux, and this is a podcast to help you bring more happiness, peace, and unlimited possibility into your life. And today, as you see, I have a very special guest here. He's going to share with you some amazing channeled writing that he had just shared with me. So I'm so excited to jump in that with him today, but let me introduce you to my friend. It's been over a decade since he and I had met. Um, His name is Nathan Jenkins, an amazing man from one of my old hometowns up in Boston area. And he is an entrepreneur. He is a residential construction contractor. He's a sales savant, and he has been in business for over 20 years doing what he loves. And even above all of that, he is a person who genuinely loves helping people. And I'm sure he's going to get into that and hint into what he's done in his life to be able to serve others as we continue in this show today. So I'll leave that up for him. Um, In 1994, he began a journey of self-discovery that continues to this day, and he has used his experience to help others who have suffered from addiction and mental illness to make their hopes and dreams a reality again. And Nate, you are just so loved by so many, especially myself, and I wanted to welcome you to the show. So thanks so much for being on Namaste with Renee. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, it's definitely an honor to be sitting in front of Renee Marcoux. Uh, oh, thank I, you. I'm a big, big fan. Big fan. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. All the things you've done, you've done a lot. So that's your life's work as well. So. Thank you so much. I always continue to get led back to life purpose and life work. And those are the reasons that I get out of bed in the morning. I want to help people. I want to help the planet, help animals. Like you have a big heart too. So I know you totally get that. <laughs> I know how, how much, uh, how, how rewarding it is. It's very rewarding. It is. It just helps you really feel that you're on purpose, that you're really doing what you came here to do or what your spirit has brought you in this lifetime. So tell us, Nate, what are you up to in the world right now? Um, so, I mean, I'm growing my own business. Um, yeah. I, you know, I've been in uh, different types of sales, real estate, and um, I guess, you know, retail sales. And uh, so I decided to stay on my own this time. I had been on my own before. Um, I had a couple of children and needed, you know, benefits and stuff. So I went into the corporate world for a period of time, um, but didn't like that much and decided to uh, go back to being my own boss. So, you know, part of growing that business is uh, networking every day, face to face with people as much as you can advertise on the Internet and other places. It's it doesn't uh, hold a candle to, you know, face to face. Hello. And how are you? So Absolutely. which can be is for sure. But. For sure. Yeah. And I'm sure that your business has been impacted in so many different ways, just like so many other entrepreneurs and CEOs around the world, really, at this point. Oh, of course. 
Yeah. So, um, how did you get the courage to go back into your own business full time again? Well, um, I guess it was more of a, it, it actually was a, so what happened was, is I, I decided to leave the situation I was in. And as I had my head down and I was thinking what I had just done, why did you do this? You know, you're taking a big chance here. I didn't really know what I was going to do at that point. And as I passed through uh, a little area, I was walking, I saw a big sign that said Sharon Williams. Sharon Williams is a paint company. Obviously they sell paint. And uh, so I saw that sign and I had, you know, I owned a construction company for a long time, focusing mainly on exteriors of houses, roofing, siding, gutters. And when I saw that sign, I had always loved painting. And so I decided to focus on that one particular area. Um, but it was like a sign, you know, and I kind of followed that, that sign. And wow. it's been uh, extremely, well, pretty much from day one, um, you know, I grinded, you know, the first few months, but things were okay. And, uh, and over the last year, really, really taken off. So yeah. that's so amazing. I'm very happy for you. I mean, I, you know, having the courage, the courage was really many years ago when I started it the first time. So the first time when I started it, I really had to take a risk and kind of, you know, drive around in a beat up truck and, you know, do just about anything to get by uh, at that time. This time I had had the faith from the previous experience that carried me a little bit easier. Yeah, that's great. That I, I can totally see that. And, and being in business for 20 years, like that's a big deal too. And, um, you know, I know that you have a really strong bond with the universe and with what you believe in your higher power. Um, yes. So did that come into play at all when you were? It always comes. Into biz? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's something that I always have to consider. I mean, it's it's kind of strange. Like my birthday is ten seventeen. Uh, that's the month and, and, and date. And those numbers come up for me all the time somewhere. I, I see them just about every day, sometimes twice or three times a day. So they're just little reminders just to, you know, try to put things out into the universe before I make a quick decision, try to consider some things. What is the plan for me? Is this in the best interest of me and my family? Um, and, and usually... I get the answer pretty quick. Uh, and I, and I speak to others as well that are smarter than me, you know, that have more experience than me. Um, because you know, the universe works through others. It doesn't just sit alone with myself, you know? Absolutely. And that, and what that I believe in is called inspired action. It's like, it's that action that, you know, needs to take place or the networking, or you go to that one coffee shop and then who's, you know, there's a person there that the universe has sent your way. And that's where I really love, especially talking about that in this podcast and with my clients is really leaning into believing that the universe is always going to provide for you. Right. But it doesn't mean like we just sit on a couch and just kind of let it manifest into thin air. Some things can, but when you actually take the inspired action to go out there and find those people who need your service. And that's a big thing with a lot of um, entrepreneurs that I speak with. And, you know, it, it's about like, yes, if you build it, they can come, but if you build it, you want to share it or otherwise you're not of service to the people who really need you. That's correct. I mean, there's an old saying that, uh, you know, the higher power will, will steer the boat, yeah. but the not going to roll the boat. <laughs> I love it. Yes. 
Absolutely. I like that. I'm going to take that one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Still, two million people. That's fine. You can have oh, okay. <laughs> it's old. Oh, it's been for kind of forgotten. So it's it'll be all yours. Let's bring it back then. <laughs> so what do you do like in your life um, to help you bring in that faith and relationship with the universe? Um, so service to others is one of the key things um, because as a, you know, just as a man in this world, you know, being self-centered can be, uh, you know, it can be good and it can be very bad. And, you know, in order for me to remove the self-centeredness in me and open myself up to others, I have to, uh, I have to do some service for other people to, you know, and that could look different for, for everyone. Um, you know, and also I think that, you know, keeping the channels inside me clear. Uh, that's a really, really big thing. So, you know, I get cluttered with, you know, um, behaviors, uh, things that I want to do to bad habits, uh, to get through the day. Uh, maybe instead of sitting with myself, maybe I want to run to the mall and, 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 you know, spend a bunch of money and, you know, go to the gym and go tanning and, you know, all that stuff. I mean, some of those things are all healthy, but at the same time, if I'm doing them just because I feel bad that day, maybe that isn't so healthy. Mm -hmm. Love so much that you're bringing that up. So how do you express to people how to differentiate between the two? Like whether it is something that you genuinely want to be out there doing or that like you're doing it just to cover up or just kind of push aside what the problem really is. So detection of that can be difficult uh, for sure. Um, having good people in my life that I'm in contact with regularly, mm -hmm. um, they can see those things fairly quickly if they're real friends. Mm -hmm. um, by that is, you know, a real friend will tell you if you have something on your face. Mm -hmm. uh, someone who's like a, you know, a yes man won't tell you that. They'll just say, you look great. You look great. You know, and uh, it certainly makes it easier for someone to help me with that. But then there are times when I just, you know, I guess um, I can relate it to maybe at night you know, I, I've eaten maybe a little too much and, you know, I'm just watching too much TV and I'm staring at my phone or social media and like, it just feels there's something wrong. Something's missing that night. And I made it a few nights in a row and I can't quite feel that feeling. I can't make that feeling go away with any exterior thing. And, and usually over practice, I'm able to see that on my own. But sometimes if I really like the thing that I'm fixing myself with, I may be, you know, in denial about it, or I may be defensive about it if someone tries to confront mm. me. Okay, so that's a really awesome symbol for anybody who is kind of on the fence about that, or how do they know that their behavior is clogging up one of their channels, as you had said. So right. I think that's a beautiful way to understand is to help somebody see it from an outside perspective, if you will, when they get when somebody brings it up or they're maybe they're confronted somehow and then they're defensive about it or they're like protecting it. Yeah. That's an awesome way to tell Nate. Yeah. And it's, and, and again, that's a matter of who I am surrounding myself with. You know, if I'm surrounding myself with yes men, then I'm not going to get that good information. But if okay. I have people not only I trust, but that I respect, I respect their opinions. I respect their intelligence in their experience, then I'm able to absorb the things that they're saying quicker than I would maybe otherwise. Yeah. Uh, again, it might not always 
the way, but the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to, uh, to deny that truth over time. Might not hear it right away. And some friends might have a little problem at first, but eventually they'll come around most of the time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I love that. And, and also too, I think really honoring the inner wisdom, letting the inner wisdom have a voice, not the voice of the naysayer or the rebel or the, you know, the, um, stuck in old patterns voice, but like that true universe words, if you will, like that is that inner wisdom that can really help you, you know, maybe you start seeing posts that say the same thing over and over again, right. As you're scrolling, or maybe you're just waking up exhausted and you're like, I don't even know what I did, like, or whatever, or you're starting to shame or blame yourself. Those are all ways to get in your own way. Yeah. And I think that if, if I wake up every day and and I, you know, and again, you know, I'm, you're all about the manifesting and, and, and I know that. And, uh, and so what I try to manifest every day is that I'm trying to be a better man today. And if I'm manifesting that every day, then I am going to be aware of that voice, that, yeah. that good voice. Uh, yeah. Cause they, there's always, there's always different voices inside me. I'm not in charge of the stream of thought that goes through my head. It's what I latch onto within that thought and uh, you know, in, in, in that stream and I can fish just about any stream I want to. But, right. uh, you know, right. able to fish from a good one. Too. For sure. And I, I love that you said that because I feel like that's a really great segue into a page of your book that you had just read me before we started recording. Um, would you be willing to share? Sure. Uh, unfortunately, you won't be able to see my face, but you'll okay. hear the Okay. Okay. Let's hear the words. All right. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. So this is great for someone who's trying to, you know, figure out what directions they're going to go or how they're going to go about it. So I guess the best way to start is to try to envision the path, try to put a face on it, try to realize that the only way to be aware of the gifts that the universe has to offer is to keep the pipes clean. Whatever it is we struggle with in life are those things that will keep me from seeing those gifts. How can I be aware of the great things for me if I can't see past my own issues? I see the universe as a multi-lane highway, and the goal is to get as close to the middle lane as possible. The middle lane is perfection, so of course it's difficult, if not impossible. The middle lane is like some Dalai Lama stuff, but the beautiful thing is that the highway is vast, and it has multiple lanes just for me. And if I can stay away from the edges of the highway, then I don't have to take an exit ramp. Those ramps are removal for a time from all the beautiful lanes on the universe's highway. We all have a list that has developed over the course of our lives of things we should not do or things that have been done to us that we have not addressed. Our awareness of that list can be a beautiful gift. That list exists for all. It is, an ever, gro- it is ever growing with our awareness of its existence. The list has always been there. It is a culmination of the things that take us away from our purpose. Knowing my weaknesses has become my greatest strength. Ignoring their existence doesn't make them go away, nor does it make me strong or courageous. The greatest paradox is that those exit ramps can send me backward or forward, depending on my reaction to those events. As I travel on this highway, these concepts start to become obvious to me. Where once I was a liar, now I am honest. Where once I was a thief, now I am generous. I can also enter into a cycle of misery that can capture me for a lifetime as the world passes me by. If I can somehow master these lessons 
and internalize the simple spiritual principles as they relate to my life, my list and the purpose the universe has for me will achieve balance. I find these awarenesses not just through the pain I have gone through, but the service I do for others. That service can come in many forms. In my case, it comes in giving the same help that I have received. It took a human, a conduit of the universe to direct me back to the highway and ultimately my lane. My purpose is to capitalize on my experiences and pass them on to others whose list has issues or behaviors that are similar to mine. I have become a conduit. I have become a vessel. I am fulfilling my purpose every day, helping others back to their lane. It's wonderful that just like the list, I began to become aware of the gifts. I see that they were always there waiting for me. Along the way, I caught a glimpse of these gifts for fleeting moments. Now I appreciate them. I cherish them. I do not want them to be fleeting. Because of my experience, I know that it is me that gives them away. What exactly are these gifts? When I started this journey, I didn't have a clue what my favorite color was. Never mind the vast beauty that the universe held for me. The fantastic mystery of the universe is that I don't know what's the gift or the plan until it's revealed. And when I receive some new assignment or gift, I'm able to experience it for what seems like the first time. Like the, old, like the day my kids were born, I thought I never wanted kids. In quotation marks, those were my conditions on the world. The delivery room was so brightly lit, it was as if I had died and traveled down a great tunnel of sparkling light. And then there I was holding a boy and girl, twins in each hand. The universe had delivered in a big way. It was as if a veil had been lifted off my soul. Finally, I was able to internalize true love. So that's it. That's the page. So beautiful. I wish I could have done it on, on camera. I didn't, I wasn't prepared to do that. I have it. Uh, I was, it was emailed. I emailed it back to myself today. So oh, no worries that yeah. you totally can sense a beautiful vibration. And I think sometimes too, it helps people go there in their mind as well, because this also, even though we are filming a video, this is also a, a sound clip as well. So oh, good. the people listening can yeah. really use their imagination to, to answer some of those powerful questions that you bring to the table in that page. And I think that that's, I just, <laughs> you know me, I'm like, I love like, let's finish the book soon. Like, I'm yeah. like I love everything done yesterday, right? Yeah, but yeah. I really genuinely can't wait to see what you manifest with this book. I know you as a person, Nate, you are so healing to those who you help. And this is going to be another avenue for you. This book will be it. an avenue that reaches people. And I'm, I'm very delighted that I could be a part of it. And especially so thankful that you shared it with everybody today. Thank you. You know, I, like I said to you earlier, um, you know, I had been stuck a little bit with writing and, you know, you asked me to do this podcast and you asked me some pointed questions and uh, that got me to write a little bit again. So I, wow. I appreciate back to that. That was really helpful. It's, it's so uh, important, I think, for people to try to visualize what they're doing, you know, yeah. to just sit back and have these thoughts going through the head of what they want to do and where they want to go, but to actually kind of see it, you know, it's as if um, for me, the universe now, I mean, I've been doing this for so long. Yeah. It's almost, there's a train waiting for me every morning outside and I just step on it and oh. it takes where I'm supposed to go. And sometimes the doors open and I'm at the registry 
And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't want to be at the registry. And the universe is like, yeah, but you have to go to the registry. <laughs> right. But then other times it opens up and you know, maybe I'm in, uh, you know, in, in some beautiful canyon or, you know, who knows where I could be, you know, so it's, it's really cool. And then, you know, it safely brings you back home. And I really feel like I'm in a safe kind of bubble sometimes in a way, you know, not a bubble that restricts me, but one that keeps me safe in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you find that bubble more at home, like in your physical environment, or did you mean a different? No, I just mean in general, like when I, for instance, when I, I just, I don't, I don't feel nervous when I leave the house, you know, and I know a lot of people struggle with that. Like the world is dangerous or, or whatever. And, and that's true. If you find yourself in a dangerous neighborhood, you might want to get out of there. But I mean, in general, I don't feel nervous when I leave the house. I know that I have a job. When I leave my home, I'm supposed to go out into the world and, you know, sometimes extract money from it and bring that money home to my family or go out and do some specific responsibilities. But then I'm supposed to go home and and I'm supposed to be in this world that I've created here, this special place for myself, you know, and that's kind of what I mean by the bubble. You know, I feel when I leave the house, I'm, you know, the universe is taking care of me. You know, it's, it's, it's always taking care of me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that visual. And it's so true. I I feel like you and I could go into so many different avenues in this conversation. I keep hearing all these different questions that I want to ask you and get your opinion on and things. Um, So one thing that just popped into my mind is knowing that um, your, your bond with the universe, that you are walking out of the bubble, if you will. And it's not a fake bubble. That's a, it's a bubble where you get to go home and feel safe. You get to go home and kick off your shoes, or maybe it's your sacred place. You know, some people it's nature or, you know, being in a, a boat on the ocean or wherever, right. Cause everyone gets to define it themselves, but how, we get to show up in the world. We also get to show up for ourselves. So in those bubbles, it is to me when I'm home and in my environment and I have a home office, so I'm constantly working in my home space, but I like to look at my home as like, it's my internal work. It's the, and I love doing internal work. I love that I can pull out a journal and start journaling how I'm currently feeling in the moment like and I know that all emotions you know they are meant to be felt through so whether it's something that's sadness or despair depression or a story that I'm stuck on holding on to or whether I'm feeling a completely other side of the skill it's that time where you can just come back to self and really take a nice inventory reset your intentions or you know you're focusing on your manifestations and getting into the space of allowing Sure. So when you do leave the bubble and you go out into the world, it's provided for you. That's correct. That's correct. It's a representation of you, the outward, the outward look of, of your home, everything. It's not necessarily the trinkets on the wall, but if it's clean, if it's, you know, if things are put away, if it's, you know, if, if you have a special place that you like to sit, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, it, it's interesting how it all kind of ties together. It's, it's a reflection of self-esteem at times, you know, it's a reflection of yourself, your self-character and all that. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But. I love that. Um, so if you're okay with it, I want to dive in a little bit. I know we're, we're short on time, uh, time no, to rise in these episodes, but um, I wanted to see uh, if you would be willing to touch upon 
maybe like the top three things that you do, um, like say, for example, if you're feeling like you're falling off track, like something to get back on track um, or your, your daily habits to stay in a better feeling place, or if anybody who is out there who is struggling and is looking for some advice. I know what I just asked um, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if a personal thing that you can do, like we were just talking about, um, you know, how the outward can be a reflection of the inward. Not always, but certainly it can be. Um, and so, you know, there's a, uh, there's a word that's, that's called unmanageability uh, in our lives, right? And so there's this simple list that you can do. Um, me and a friend of mine actually came up with this quite a while back. But, you know, you just draw real, just a piece of paper, a line on the middle. And on the left side of the list is all of the things that are keeping you awake at night. Maybe you have to pay parking tickets. Maybe you have to do some laundry. Maybe, you know, whatever it might be that we all have a list like that. It's constantly evolving. But sometimes we just ignore that list and we allow it to kind of do what it does. So we write the things down on the left side. The right side of the list is more abstract. It's more, maybe I want to lose weight. Maybe I want to quit something. Maybe I want to do some bigger goal in my life. It's very difficult to get to the second half of the list unless the first half of the list is clear. Very difficult. It's hard for me to work on losing weight if my self-esteem is all messed up because I am neglecting all of these things in my life that are bothering me. How am I going to attack some bigger goal? How can I expect to be successful at that goal if I can't keep control of these things? The things on the left side of the list are usually personal things, yeah. self-care, self-love, things like that. So that's one, uh, I, I guess. That. Yeah. I, I love mean, that. What did you title it? The unmanageability? Just unmanageability. Yeah. Unmanageability. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Unmanageability. Great tool. Yeah, it's a really good tool. And again, it's just, it really just makes sense, you know, to be able to declutter. It's like people keeping those pipes clear, right? How do I keep them clear? How do I declutter? Um, you know, the second thing is like when I talked about the exit ramps off the highway, right? So thing is, is as I travel away from the middle, right? So the middle is that perfect feeling that, that the beam, maybe so many people might call it the beam. I'm on the beam, right? So if I drift away from the beam, with outside habits, gambling, shopping, you know, the list can go on and go on. We all have our own list. My list is in yours. Some people can do things that I can't do and it doesn't bother them. So we all have that list to us and it's personal. So if I'm uh, doing things on my list that I shouldn't be doing, that's pulling me further and further away from the middle. I don't get punished for that behavior, right? It's, that's not how the universe works. It's just that I am pulling myself away from that center point. I'm doing that, right? And then what happens is, is the exit ramps are the worst things on the list, okay? So there's things that I can get away with and remain on the highway. But then there's some things on those exit ramps that are dangerous, right? That really are going the wrong direction. Maybe it's a, a toxic relationship I go back to, something like that. It could be that. So let's just that. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. could be whatever. But so let's say I take one of those ramps. That's a, that's, that's a tough spot to be in, right? Because out on that ramp somewhere is really heavy denial. It's like a fog. Yeah. And we pass through that fog. And if we pass through that fog, it's very difficult to just crawl back up the ramp. It's a one-way ramp. Right. We have to cut through bad neighborhoods to get back up onto the highway, right? Yeah. So yeah. how do we do that? 
And we do that with friends, relationships, people in our lives. Sometimes we go so far south that, you know, it's going to take some uh, a journey of you against the world to get back. And, and that can be difficult. But always know that at any time, at any time, we can make a decision to jump right back on the highway. Yes. We don't have to wait forever. We don't have to take this really long time. We yeah. can just be honest. You know, honesty is the, the best medicine, but it can only be given in small doses. That's, that's an old saying as well. So very old, I think, uh, you know, Bible type stuff. So, but what I'm saying is, is that if I make the decision to be honest and I say, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. And I call people who are on that highway, I'm on the highway again, just like that. Right. But if I stay out on those, on those ramps, you know, that's, that's kind of a, it's a choice. You know, it can be a choice over time. It, the choice gets removed and we become, you know, hazy and foggy and we need an intervention. Hopefully we don't get to that point. We don't want that. Right. Um, and then I, yeah, I don't know what the third thing would be. I think that's quite a bit, but I, I mean, the that third is. thing. Is certain... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And even to that point too, how you were saying when you get off and you feel hazy, you know, I feel like a lot of people lose their self-love and their self care in those moments as well, because they start to go down a shame blame kind of game, right? right. That downward spiral. So that's why I feel a lot of people stay off the highway longer than you need to. And in this exact very moment, you have the power, the ability, the universe wants this for you to make that change, to get back on the highway. And it is, it can take a simple moment of direct focus and present energy to say, yep, I'm going back on the highway. Or to say, yes, I'm going back on the route that was taking me somewhere, right? And saying no to the things that are distracting. So thanks for that. Yeah. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. So what's, yeah. what's one last thing that you want to share? Maybe it's uh, not a tool, but it's something that you want to share. Um, I don't know. I think that the, the best thing that you know, maybe that we can, we can work on right away, um, is, is always, uh, self-talk, um, you know, the way that we talk about ourselves to ourselves and to others, um, anything that we manifest or put out into the universe, that's the way it's going to be. Um, and, and, you know, putting myself down, saying things about myself that, you know, it's always like this, it always works out this way for me, blah, blah, blah. Well, the evidence is actually to the contrary. If you really take a a bigger look at things. Um, so self-pity is a, is a real bummer, man. That, that can really, really get you. So, you know, staying away from self-pity and, and, and not, not talking about yourself in a mean way. Um, because there's, there's other people in your life that don't feel that way about you. You know, there's a lot of friends that I have that'll say things like, you know, I'll, I just want to be loved. I just want to be loved. Actually, you're very loved. <laughs> you're exactly. very loved. Yes. Maybe the expression of love back, right? It's to be able to express love myself, to be able to love others is the thing that I'm really craving because I have all the love in the world. But if I don't love myself, I'm not going to feel that, you know? And, and yeah. there's that block again, right? That comes up that thing like, no, I'm repelling this. I'm repelling the love. Like, but yeah. it's really is something within maybe a story or the shame blame game, you know, sure. that can keep someone stuck. And I, I love what you said too. I actually, there's a name that I, um, I always teach. It's a process that I created. I always teach my clients and it's, um, I call it watch your mouth 
like watch the way right. that you're talking about yourself, like, and just always remind yourself of the powerful being that you are, right? There's, we weren't conditioned and our system wasn't put in place for us to be the empowered people that we are. Like maybe our next generation or your children will have that because you're so enlightened and such a big heart, you know, that, that these, the younger generations are going to get that right from the beginning. But I know for self and a lot of the people that I work with, it's not like that from the beginning. We aren't taught all of the things that we do know now about ourselves. Like, hey, the universe is on our side. Like we get to be best friends with the universe and have the strongest bond with self. Like we get to use the universal laws to manifest and create amazing relationships and great healthy finances and wonderful habits. You know, like we have so much power. And I think one of the things that I love to do, and I know that you do this in your world and all of the people that you affect to Nate is reminding people of the power they have within. Yeah. Yeah. You have to remind them. You have to remind them. And, and, you know, sometimes you have to people where they're at and, uh, and other times you're able to say things like, you know, if you're a vessel, that's the best job ever. Isn't it? Yes. It's yes. Like, I mean, that, that you were hired by, if yes. so, if it's a job, who hired you? <laughs> the universe. <laughs> the universe hired you to be a yes. vessel. Yes. That's great. I mean. Exactly. I, I mean, the money and the gifts, they are organic. They, they come organically when I am right, right? When I'm right, those, like we talked about, you have to do the work, you have to show up. That's, you know, a different story for a different day. But to sit down and know that I have the greatest job in the world. I mean, there are people that are delivered to me on a stretcher from God, right? A stretcher from the higher power, from the universe, whatever you call it, right? Yeah. So their universe, their higher, right? So yeah. that's pretty great. It really is. Oh, what a gift. You have given me such amazing visuals today that you've taken, you know, the things that we do to, to help bring light to people and really put it in a perspective that I can literally visualize. You're amazing at story creating in the mind name. Well, that's uh, it's what I've been trying to do my whole life, I suppose. I try to use my power for good nowadays. I used to use it to sell things, and, and now I'm trying to use it to help others and sell things. Amen to that. Yeah. And good. right back, Renee, I mean, again, you're, uh, there's a reason that I'm having this conversation right now, and it's bringing a lot of stuff out of me that I need to hear personally back to myself. So that's amazing. It's very good. That is. Well, look at that. It's just love and light being given and received. And I feel like some someone out there needs to hear this. This is just a, a call to action. <laughs> if you want to get out of your own way, start doing things for other people in the in the divine light for service and not out of expectation or you know having something to be received because you're gonna receive. When you're in the mode of service and helping others, you will receive. So to anybody yes. out there who needed to hear that. Go out and help somebody else. I know for me, I'm like a huge animal uh, lover. So I've been wondering what my next, next assignment is with my charity, because for several years since 2016, my charity was to help people who were suffering yeah. addiction get into a new life program, if you will, right? Whether it meant coaching, whether it meant going into an actual facility, whether it meant... Brady, Brady program. 
Yeah, Brady's foundation. And so now I I feel I have uh, completed, or at least the charity has completed that work. So now I'm leaning into where else can I show up and, and what other beings do I want to be of service of in the world? And um, that's not to say that I don't have a big heart for still that particular community. I do. Um, but I feel I'm being called toward helping animals now. So that's a whole nother experience where I'm like, okay, universe, I'm showing up. You tell me where to go. And last night I made my very first post about um, helping create funds for the elephants because they are going down like in, yeah, their, their numbers are decreasing massively. And this is so heartbreaking to even admit and come out of my mouth. But every 26 minutes, an elephant is poached for the tusks. And it's just like, that is not okay. The elephant community is slowly becoming less and less. And so- well, and an elephant has the same, uh, if, if not, we would never know, of course, feelings that we have. They do. Same yes. emotion, same, yes. you know, all that stuff. It's, it's, yes. it's that's very sad. That's very yes, sad. Well, it is. That's and great. I, yeah, so so maybe this is the new announcement to it now, but for sure, yeah. like leaning into being of service to the animals more. So, yeah, yeah just a lot of light to give, Renee. You don't have to focus yeah. on one area. Yeah. You Thank can. you for saying that, Nate. Thank you so much because uh, I actually thought for a while, like in my early twenties, that like I had to only be just one thing. I could only focus on one thing. That was just what was told to me from outside sources. But of course, we know that that's not the truth. And, um, you know, the more light you give, like, yes, you're going to receive more, but you get to make more of an impact and bring more light to the world. And that's what it is. And here's our conversation coming full circle, because that's exactly where we started in our talk today, Nate. <laughs> I think this is a good one. Me too. So tell everybody where they can find you if they want to connect with you or um, ask you about, you know, maybe they have some questions that came up during the session. Yeah. So, I mean, the best place to find me is just um, Nathan Jenkins uh, on Facebook. Uh, just, you know, you'll firm request me. I'll accept you. You know what I mean? Especially, uh, you know, you can even send me something just saying who you are, but I, I'll, I'll accept you and then send me a message. Um, you can go to Nathan JFT at outlook.com if you want to send me an email awesome. um either one of those is fine and i'll certainly respond to it so awesome well nate thank you so much for being here thank you for shining your light amongst this entire planet in every beautiful special way that you do know that your voice is making a massive difference in people's lives i have watched you plant seeds and help people transform their lives for over a decade. I know your book is going to do the exact same thing. So thank, thank you. you so much for being here to everybody who has joined us today. Many blessings. I wish you an incredible holiday season. You'll see me next week for another episode and the light in me honors the light within each and every single one of you. Thank you for being here, Nate. Namaste. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.